Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to the Roman Show's episode of January 23rd, 2017. This episode, we welcome Stokely Hathaway, a manager who has worked for Ring of Honor and now is managing the Evolve champion, Timothy Thatcher. He joins us to talk about, well, managing a champion and more. This plus a whole lot more on The Roman Show coming up next. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Light. Come. Go. Light. GNC, we're going. Tell you, go. Control. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. All right, everyone, welcome. It's another program of The Roman Show. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman, alongside my co host, the dashing one. George Alonzo. What's going on, George? Enjoy my chocolate coconut margarita. Went from uh, cotton candy to chocolate to uh, coffee to uh, strawberry martinis, etc., etc. Yep, I'm a man of many flavors. (laughs) All right, then. As we get started with this episode of The Roman Show, we welcome Stokely Hathaway, who is managing Evolve Champion Timothy Thatcher here on this episode. Just want to get this out of the way. Coming up next, Titan FC, March 31st, taking place in now Pembroke Pines. Check out TitanFC.com for more info, or TitanFighting.com for more information. And uh, check out the last week's show, which aired on uh, January 21st on UFC Fight Pass. You can check it out right now. It's posted right there on demand. And uh, Athlon Rub, great product. You can rub it before, during, and after your workout, and trust me, you will see a major difference in your training, and your body will feel absolutely amazing. Okay, we're going to get things started. We're going to talk some pro wrestling right now on Reality Check. And now, it's time to give you a Reality Check. Okay, George, well, the Royal Rumble is this weekend, and obviously the big talk is, well, it's always the big talk in the Royal Rumble is, who is going to be the, or which wrestlers will be those special surprises? You know, there's uh, been a mention of Kurt Angle has been thrown in there, Kenny Omega has been mentioned. Who do you think is going to be the surprise entrance to this year's Royal Rumble, and if that person will make an impact at all in the Royal Rumble or in the future of the WWE. Well, listen, as far as uh, Royal Rumble surprises is concerned, I was told earlier today through my uh, co-host, Christina, that apparently Kenny Omega has been signing a a lot of autographs with the number 30 on it, cluing for Royal Rumble. Now, she did also mention that if this is not true and is all basically a hoax, then he's literally the biggest internet troll that we've ever met. I have to agree. But personally, 
I don't think Kenny Omega will be appearing at the Royal Rumble. As much as we hope, I don't think so because, again, his contract expires on January the 31st. It's not the 31st yet. He still has a couple of last days with New Japan. Now, I'm not saying, of course, that he's going to work those days, but that's it's just contract. It's the way the business works. Now, surprise people, I'm going to put down my money on Samoa Joe making appearance at Royal Rumble and Ty Dillinger, as I feel like they both received curtain calls already in their, their NXT careers um, with this past week, uh, Ty Dillinger being beat up uh, on NXT television by, of course, uh, Sanity. Uh, we are going to see Eric Young versus uh, Ty Dillinger this coming Saturday, but that will be his final appearance leading into Royal Rumble in, on Sunday. Um, Samoa Joe, like I said, uh, and Kurt Angle. I, I feel like those are going to be our three main guys. So, so you really think that Kurt Angle is going to make an appearance at the Rumble? Small one, yes. They'll be dumb not to take advantage of it. Yeah, and he had been actually scheduled to appear uh, during a broadcast of a promotion in uh, England and the UK, which was going to air on Spike TV over the weekend, and he has been taken out of that. So leading to more speculation that you're right, perhaps Kurt Angle could be part of the Royal Rumble. Plus, they have to fill that arena up, or that, that, the Alamo Dome. Yep. Like, don't get me wrong. They've done a, a miraculous, great job of filling up that entire pay-per-view with some major, major names. I'm not going to take anything back from WWE. Great job. But they have to add that one big push. Yes, I know Brock Lesnar and, and Goldberg in the Royal Rumble. Huge push. Undertaker, oh my God. But if you bring back a guy that's been away from the WWE, what, past 10 years? That is a way to fill up that crowd, okay? All right, well, the biggest talk, or the, the biggest prediction, right, is who will win the Rumble? So many names. You know, th this year, it's really hard to pick who will win this because there's so many names out there. You know, we've seen the Roman Reigns. Uh, we've seen all the, 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 the guys that we're used to seeing winning. But really, you can really just flip a, a coin to see who's going to win it. Braun Strowman has been one guy that I've chosen, believe it or not. Goldberg has been one of the guys that's been talked about winning. Undertaker has been another person. Who do you think is going to win? Braun Strowman. You don't think the Undertaker will win and then maybe set up that match? One final hurrah uh, to take on the title? I think they have money with Braun Strowman for not just now, but for future. So I'm going with Braun Strowman. And you put him up against what? Maybe perhaps Roman Reigns? Yeah, Roman Reigns. Uh, they have teased that, uh, an appearance with Roman Reigns and, and Braun Strowman. As a matter of fact, that was one of the rumored matches to happen at WrestleMania in the first place. For I believe it was for the United States title. So why not? Well, I got my money on Undertaker and possibly having him feud with AJ Styles. Well, you have to look at it this way, Mr. Roman. Uh, AJ Styles is also going into a very epic match coming up this coming uh, Sunday against John Cena, which personally I feel like John Cena is going to win, believe it or not, just because they need to also fill up the stadium. They're not going to want to risk another one like last year where they, they, they couldn't fill up the entire stadium. Like, it, it, it's not their fault. They had a lot of injuries, but they won't want to risk it. And 
just the fact that there's still tickets available, they're they're going crazy. And on top of that, Wrestle Kingdom going like with the that being in the vocabulary of all the wrestling fans, they have to do something. So I feel like WWE is really throwing all their punches right now. Yeah, and you're right. And this Royal Rumble is exceptionally pretty fun. You got so many names out there. Even Triple H was in. The, uh, he had an interview where he said, "This is the most star-studded Royal Rumble." To a degree, I think I agree. You know, we have so many names: the Goldbergs, the Lesners, the Undertakers. So many great names are a part of it. Possibly the Kurt Angles. Um, and it's really unpredictable. Like you really cannot predict. Maybe back then, you remember, oh, we know Daniel Bryan's going to win it. We know that Roman Reigns is going to win it. We know that Shawn Michaels is going to win it or Stone Cold. But this time, you really don't know who the hell is going to win it. And that is what makes it so much more beautiful. You know, sure, there's moments when you're like, oh, why is he in the Rumble? He's such a waste of space. But you're still excited because you don't know who's going to win. And I feel like that's what pay-per-view should be all about. Because it brings you the element of surprise. And I'm glad that for once I'm entering a pay-per-view to say, oh, who the heck is going to win? For Christ's sake, it's, it's the road to WrestleMania, and we don't even know, we can't even guess who's going to headline WrestleMania. So I'm loving this right now, and I have my seatbelt on, and I'm enjoying the ride. Yes, sir. All right, moving forward. Sabu, ECW veteran, was interviewed at, a, uh, I believe, one of these podcasts. And, well, he just basically put the WWE Hall of Fame on blast calling it fake he said i'd only do it because i need the money this is if he were even chosen to be part of the hall of fame i don't know if i would i would mf everyone or if i would take it graciously but i consider it as consider a real hall of fame or i don't consider a real hall of fame it's not like the baseball hall of fame or the football hall of fame they let anybody in it anybody who could draw money the real wrestling hall of fames are in Iowa and in Amsterdam, New York. They look for donations because they're so broke. But they have explicit language from the 1800s. Vince's Hall of Fame only has explicit language from Vince's company. If you didn't work for his company, you're not in the Hall of Fame. There's nothing to do with how good you are. It only matters who owned them. You know, to a certain degree, George, you really do have to think, take into consideration what Sabu has said because... How many people have been a part of the WWE Hall of Fame? And when you look at the resume, you second guess why in the hell they are in the Hall of Fame. Hence, Drew Carey. Seriously? Does Drew Carey have to be in the Hall of Fame because he showed up once or twice? Well, they're, they're in the celebrity wing. The, the, listen, okay, all due respect to the celebrities. Let's push them aside for a second. The WWE Hall of Fame is filled with many, many great stars in that entire lineup. Now, mind you, no disrespect to Sabu. He's a very honest individual. I, I've interviewed him. He's a very, very honest guy, down to earth. I still, to this day, remember when the camera shut off. He said, hey, did, did I do good? I, I, sorry that I got nervous. You know, he's a very, very down to earth guy. And I mean, no disrespect to him. But how are you going to call something fake? Because here's the thing, like, the WWE is labeled the biggest wrestling, or, or should I say entertainment, sports entertainment industry in the world of professional wrestling, okay? You know, to me, what's more fake is when TNA started a Hall of Fame. That 
is fake to me. No offense to Sting. I know he's a Hall of Famer. I, no offense to Gail Kim, but the TNA Hall of Fame, wh who are they to do a Hall of Fame? The WWE has been, is, is televised all over the world, has traveled all over the world, has gained popularity all over the world, and has signed talent from all over the world. Just because you haven't been to the WWE is either A, your fault, or B, you're, you, you decided not to. Or C, you're not ready yet. So how can... It's kind of like putting a, um, a pitcher to pitch when you haven't even thrown one ball. Yeah, but, but at the same time, I mean, if you look at it, you pick and choose who's going to be there. And again, Drew Carey is just one guy um, that, that, that was chosen. And then if you look at the women's portion, right? China, for example. She should have been there a long time ago. But yeah, but, but what... Fine, she did the whole porn thing and all of that, but... She might be getting inducted this year. Because she died. But still, the point is that she's being inducted. Last year, I believe it was when Jackie was uh, inducted. You know, okay. Again, no disrespect. I know a lot of people are going to be very sensitive and butthurt over this. But what did Jackie do for the WWE? Okay, well, she was the first, probably one of the first... Uh, well-known African-American females to earn a title in the WWE. She has that. She has that on her resume. How many uh, African-American females have taken that title uh, and, and, and really put, put a, a name on it? You know, Sasha Banks. If it wasn't for a Jackie, maybe a Sasha Banks would have never ever been carrying a title like that. Okay. So, but the, the f fact is, here's, okay, she, again... The credit, like how you were saying about the African-American part, fine, that's a given. But did she ever, er, this is, by the way, I'm only asking this because of contrary to what Sabu said. Did Jackie ever make the WWE money, like massive amount of money? No, I, I, I can attest to that. So to refer to what Sabu was saying, he said that the people in that Hall of Fame are only people that make Vince money. Jackie made history, like you said, for African-Americans. Perfect. Great. I'm not a racist. So get, don't even dare say that, uh, listeners. That's great. But did she ever make Vince McMahon any money? Did she put people in seats? We don't know that. We're fans. But I could get, tell you one thing. If you tell me Jackie put more seats in, you know, asses in seats than Trish Stratus, I will call you a liar. Okay, Jackie was phenomenal. She faced many tough men. She did what she did. She made history and all that stuff as a person and hats off to her. But did she earn Vince money? I don't think as much. So to refer to what Sabu said, that's a bold-faced lie right there. I would love to hear Sabu's opinion after George said that comment because you do make a good point of that. I'll give you that. All right, moving forward. Pentagon Jr., is no longer working with Triple A, and he is also part of Lucha Underground. Uh, so the the thought now is for those in the United States, say, are we going to see Pentagon Jr. in the states part of Lucha Underground? Here's the thing: they've already basically taped all of their episodes, and it won't air until summer. That means that from here until the summer summertime, till they record some more new episodes, these guys aren't getting any money. So what does that mean? Where does that leave Pentagon Jr.? This is a guy that is not part of the E, that, that is not part of TNA, 
Uh, he's part of Lucha Underground, but he has made a name for himself. You and I had an opportunity to interview him, and people love this guy. Yep. Uh, he's one of the most popular Latino you know, superstars I've ever came across of. I, I'll tell you this much. My dream is to one day see Pentagon in the WWE. I'll be honest with you, and I think he will do great. Well, do you think that this is an opportunity for the E to reach out to him, knowing that he has left AAA and knowing that Lucha Underground, he has to wait for money? If the E approaches him, why not go in there and have an opportunity, perhaps at an NXT? You imagine all the, the great matches that we will see in NXT with this guy? Listen, I will put down my money right now just to see Shinsuke Nakamura versus uh, Pentagon Jr. Just saying. That would be awesome. Okay. Well, one guy you're going to be seeing in action this weekend in San Antonio, actually, where Wrestle, uh, Royal Rumble will be taking place, is at Evolve. And I'm talking about none other than Stokely Hathaway, who will be managing the Evolve champion, Timothy Thatcher, at both events this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Timothy will be part of a tag team action, and then he'll defend his title Again, believe it or not, the same guy he's teaming up with on Saturday. Well, Stokely said that this is just a plan. This is a plan for him as a manager to rack up as many titles as he can. We're going to hear what he has to say about his upcoming appearance with the champ, Timothy Thatcher, in Evolve. And you can check that out, too, on www.live.com for more information. Coming up next, Stokely Hathaway on The Roman Show. Welcome everyone to The Roman Show once again. Make sure to follow us on our social media at The Roman Show. Well, it's a pleasure to have this young man on uh, the program as he gets ready to manage the Evolve Champion, Timothy Thatcher, on January 27-28. Uh, they're going to be in San Antonio. You can find out more information, of course, on WWNlive.com. I'm talking about Stokely Hathaway, who joins us right now on The Roman Show. Thanks for joining us, Stokely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. How are you doing? Oh, absolutely great. I can't complain. Now, Stokely, first and foremost, how long is it uh, managing the Evolve champion, Mr. Timothy Thatcher? How, how is that chemistry between you and, me, you and him compared to other guys and women that you have managed in the past? I mean, it's great. You know, the difference between uh, Thatcher and everyone else is the fact that the only thing that Thatcher cares about is wrestling. So he lets me handle everything, you know, which I take pride in from uh, contract negotiations to uh, promotional materials, you know, to to um, our funds and budgets. I mean, Thatcher just wants to train and wrestle. So, I mean, I've been walking around with the Evolve Championship for weeks now, which I personally enjoy. Uh, so, um, it's very easy for us, you know, like he, he wants to to pretty much prove to the world that he's the best, and I like to talk about how he's the best. So it's you know for me it's like a perfect match. So explain this to me. January twenty seventh, Thatcher is going to team up with Jeff Cobb, and then the following day he defends his title against Cobb. Uh, first, first, first thing first, that tag match. You're going up against the tag champ. Offer for him to join the Dream Team. He 
said no. So, okay, if that's what he wants to cool, but but if he wants to shut the Devo Championship, then that means that he needs to team up with Timothy Thatcher at Evolve 76. And I'm sure a lot of people are asking why, but, I mean, to me, it makes sense. You know, they've beaten Catchpoint time and time and time and again. My goal is to have every single championship within Evolve under the Dream Team banner. I mean, Thatcher and Cobb, they're, they're, again, like I've said countless times, they are a lethal weapon. You know, there's no doubt in my mind that they're going to beat Catchpoint. And I'm pretty confident that Thatcher, he's going to break the, he's going to beat the brakes off Jeff Cobb. I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy. So at the end of the day, yes, Cobb gets his title shot at Evolve 77, but I mean, we all know what the outcome is going to be. Today marks the 560th day of Timothy Thatcher's Evolve Championship title reign. I mean, that in itself, I mean, it speaks volumes. Yeah, no doubt about that. It is a milestone. But let's say, you know, Thatcher just keeps his title, and uh, both of them win the tag titles. Cobb loses against Thatcher. How are you going to get these guys to get along if Cobb says, hey, you know, I want a rematch. I want another match. <laughs> I, I mean, if he loses, then I mean he's at the back of the line. You know, he. I mean, he has to wait. I mean, that's that's the harsh reality of things. And at the end of the day, if if they win the Evolve Championships, then that means that that he has to focus on that. You know, everyone in life they have their place, and Jeff's place is teaming up with Thatcher and then becoming the new Evolve Tag Team Champions. And that needs to be his focus. Uh huh. Now, let's talk a little bit about yourself, of course. Uh, once a reminder, January 27, 28 in San Antonio, Evolve will be uh, transmitting a wonderful, awesome uh, card, and you can check that out for more information, WWNlive.com. But let's talk a little bit about you, so because you, now you're with Evolve, you've been also with ROH, you've managed great talents such as Moose. Uh, how is it working with Evolve? I mean, you've worked in so many promotions. Uh, I mean, I love Evolve. I mean, it's it's a... It's an amazing creative environment. Um, just up and down the card, I mean, everyone who is involved, like they're, they're the best at, at what they do, regardless of what it is, whether it's being a referee, whether it's being an announcer, whether it's doing commentary, like it's, it's, a very, it's very much a group mentality. I mean, of course we're gonna have like our different rivalries and you know, there's gonna be tension because you know, of course, I hold all the power right now um, uh, with the Evolve Championship. So, but with that said, we're all trying to put on the best product, um, and to me, that's what makes Evolve special. And just the fact that, I mean, again, the the creativity from everyone is just, I mean, it's outstanding. And right now, there's just so much opportunity for everyone because uh, Drew Gulak. Uh, um, Chris Hero, uh, T.J. Perkins, you know, there are several guys who have left, you know, as I say, they've gone to the, to the deluxe apartment in the sky. So, you know, everyone, we're, we've been given this big task to, to step up, you know, to, to, to fill that void. And to me, that's what makes wrestling special, and that's what makes um, Evolve special. Absolutely. Now, here we are, and I got a little bit about yourself because managing we. Remember the great managers, right? I mean, so many great names, Bobby Eden, uh The list goes on and on. But it seems that that, that managerial role, that valet role, is not there as much as it used to be. Uh, do you think we're going to see a comeback of this? 
I mean, Paul Heyman right now is one of the best managers out there, right? He's, he's a great vocal uh, person. But you think we're going to see more and more valets, managers coming up uh, in the world of pro wrestling? Uh, I think so. I think, well, within the past couple of years, I think uh, wrestling has, I mean, excuse the pun, but wrestling has um, uh, evolved for the better. I mean, it's no one is certain where the future of wrestling is going, especially with, with Flow Slam, with, you know, all of the, um, of the tournaments that, um, uh, that WWE is doing. I mean, the opportunities are, are endless. And, you know, for me to be a manager in Evolve, you know, to me that's a big deal because I remember when I first debuted, you know, a lot of people thought, like, well, he doesn't fit into that picture, you know. Um, and I've been able to mold myself to fit into um uh, like evolve, so I feel like if I'm able to do that, then someone else will will be able to do the same, and hopefully someone will see me and say, "Oh, well, you know, I would love to to, to do that as well." You know, I would love to be a part of that. So, I mean, I think, I mean, who knows? Like it may be happening now. I mean, I know of um, several talented um, uh, managers and um, and valets, and and like I said, you know. Uh, guys are leaving the um, the independent scene and now there's a time for everyone to kind of shine and step up and become the new gatekeepers in a sense. Yeah, and how crazy it is, you never know where it's going to take you. I mean, one guy that comes to my mind who was a valet and then turned out to be a great wrestler, DDP. Remember, he he was managing and then he ended up being a great wrestler. Soon, uh, rumor has it, he might be in the Hall of Fame this year. Uh, So so crazy stuff with that. But... um, you know what? What does it take for for a good manager? You know what? What is needed so you can be that 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 voice for your talent to represent him or her and and, and give him that push, that shove. I mean, for me personally, it's. I mean, I love this saying. Um, it's from a Jill Scott song, and you know the quote is, "Everything ain't for everybody." And I think in wrestling, and and maybe just in life in general there are different pieces to the puzzle. And I think once you realize what what piece you are, then you're able to put yourself into that puzzle. Um, so, you know, for me, it's, it's I know um, as far as the person I need to be, if that makes sense. And also, you know, the type of, of manager that I need to be. And I think it varies based on the company, based on who you are, based on um, how how creative you want to be, and and how far you want uh, to take that. Um, in Evolve, for example, I, I feel like you know I can be this over the top personality because Evolve, you know, like the focus is on wrestling, so it's very rare for someone to get five or ten minutes to have something to say. And if you have that time, then I need to make it. It meaningful because Evolve is known for hard hitting um, uh, professional wrestling. So to take ten minutes of someone's time to further an angle or to further um, an agenda, you know that is special. And I can't like I can't waste any time for like a moment. The same way uh, when someone is wrestling and or when they're training and they told you know not to waste a movement or. or or not to waste a move because it can be saved for later. I think it's the same thing with talking. Um, and so for me, it's just knowing all of that and just trying to to move forward with it and just becoming the best manager or the best agent that I can be. Well, Stokely, I want to thank you so much for your time. Again, check out Stokely and uh, the champion that he represents. 
Timothy Thatcher in action January 27, 28. More information, www.live.com. You can also see it on flowsports.com. Coming to you live from San Antonio. Stokely, thank you so very much. Appreciate your time. And we'll see you uh, in action you, right next uh, to your champion. And, uh, well, you you collect another goal, perhaps, if you guys win the tag, ta- the tag title. I think so. I think so. So, you know, we're going to find out on January 27th. Will do. Thanks so much. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Okay, George, well, it's now time for a little bit of mixed martial arts action. And of course, George, the big talk of the weekend was Tito Ortiz versus Chael Sonnen. You and I, before the recording of this episode, we took a look at this fight and I mean, so many people have gone on the internet and have stated, especially fighters themselves, that this thing was fixed. The Chael Sonnen and Tito Ortiz fight was fixed. There was a lot of talk leading up to the fight. There was a lot of uh, emotion between the two, especially with just a few days before when Tito Ortiz said, Hey, I've made a lot more money with my mouth. And then Chael Sonnen reported, hey, the only person I know that has made a lot of money with their mouth is your ex-wife. Of course, he's referring to Damon Damon said, Tito Ortiz is ex-wife. That's a little blow. <laughs> so, needless to say, we look at the fight. This thing lasted less than three minutes. Uh, in the first round, it was all done and over. And... It was a rear naked choke, but the way that Tito Ortiz locked it in there, it's really not something they were used to. Either way, I have to really beg to differ with some of these uh, conspiracy theorists that claim that this thing is fake, that that is fixed. I think that Chael Sonnen lost. Tito Ortiz won fair and square. Mind you, kudos to Tito Ortiz. This was his last fight. He has retired now. He choked him out. And I can tell you this because, George, you and me, we saw it. Chael Sonnen's face turned freaking red. Yeah, but still, the chin was still down under the elbow. That was one weird choke, okay? That was a weird choke. It was a weird choke. However, you could, if you leave, if you use that rear naked choke to the side, you could choke out a person as well, even if the chin is down. I mean, you're, you're cutting the circulation to the brain. Well, you're more experienced in that than I am, so I, I'll go with whatever you're saying. But I'll tell you this. To all these conspiracy theories, these are the same guys that are now talking about the, uh, the amount of crowd that was there for the Trump inauguration. To all you people out there, you conspirators out there, I do not believe that this thing was fixed. I do not think that, think that Tito Ortiz and Chael Sonnen just decided to take a payday and, and put on a wrestling show. No, it's legit. Tito Ortiz won fair and square. Chael Sonnen had not fought in quite some time. He himself said, hey, I, it, was, it was like catching a, a deer to, uh, at a headlight. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I had not fought in some time. And listen, the guy has not fought in a couple of years. He just lost his dad not too long ago. You know, all these things are going through your head. He didn't even seem that great in shape, to be honest. The guy lost. Well, yeah, like obviously he tapped. It's not like he went unconscious. He tapped. Okay, so yes, whether you think it's a fake choke or not, I could say as many times as I want that the chin was under the elbow, but he tapped. 
That means you gave up. That does not mean, hey, the referee stopped it, so there was no control. There was no, hey, I went unconscious because I was really being choked out. It means that you gave up, so you lost. <laughs> End of story. Yeah, that's it. Okay, now moving forward. Well, Manny Pacquiao. Now, you know I know Manny Pacquiao. Not too long ago, we got to finally see the, the, the fight that everyone wanted to see, Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather. And now the talk is that everyone wants to see Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor. Well, Floyd has said, listen, show me the money. Uh, you know, we'll think about, uh, about fighting. You've got to put this amount of money to enforce, yada, 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 yada. Well, one guy has stepped up to the plate. This Manny Pacquiao. He says, listen, I will take on Conor McGregor. <laughs> listen. I, money was already there when Conor McGregor was challenging uh, uh, this man, uh, Mayweather, uh, or Mayweather and back to... It, money was already there. But let me tell you something. If there was one thing that was money, even when it was Mayweather and Pacquiao, it was Pacquiao. Just because Pacquiao had that resume on him, saying, hey, he's the, one of the baddest mofos in the boxing world. And just the fact that he's about to fight Mayweather, which is another bad mofo, I'm it's kind of like the old school meets the new school is what I'm trying to say. Now imagine that. The, a bad mofo of old school, a, a legend per se, of Pacquiao versus a new legend from the mixed martial arts of Conor McGregor. That's even more money. Uh, man, I, I would love to see it. I mean, it's, it's money. I, I don't think it's Floyd May Mayweather money, but it's definitely money, both for Conor and for Pacquiao. But I, 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 I'll tell you this. Pacquiao will win. I, I'll tell you that much right now. However, however, I, I still want to see that Mayweather and, and McGregor because you know, Mayweather is a guy, he's a defensive boxer, but seeing McGregor really pushing him, that is what I want to see because he has no choice. So, and that is how Mayweather would just look, make Conor McGregor look like a bum. My question to you is, if the fight does happen between, uh, let's say, McGregor and Pacquiao, would it happen in the octagon or in the boxing ring? No, it would definitely be in a boxing ring. Yeah, it, it would not be fair to put up a Pacquiao or a Mayweather in an MMA fight. It's not happened. We saw that when James Tony took on uh, in uh, Hardy, um, Henderson, sorry, in, uh, in the UFC. And obviously that did not turn out uh, <laughs> didn't turn out too well for James Tony, the uh, the boxer who said, "Hey, I can do that. I can go ahead and take on an MMA guy." You know, those days of pairing the MMA guy versus the boxer, or the karate guy versus the sumo, that just doesn't work anymore. You know that that was uh, Randy Couture. Sorry, Randy Couture and uh, and, and James Tony. Those days are over with. Man, that those were the days with the sumo fighters and the oh man, holy cow! You talk, you, you're talking legendary there. Well, those days are over, and uh, we've moved on now to a more evolved sport of mixed martial arts. So, yeah, that's not gonna happen. If it, if it will, it will be a, a legit boxing fight. That is why Conor McGregor grab or has now his uh, official license uh, in boxing in California. So, yeah, it, it will be a fight inside the squared circle. Okay, moving forward. Last but not least, I just want to touch base here quickly on the main event on Titan FC. Because if it's one guy that you want to keep your eyes on, I'm talking about the Titan FC flyweight champion, Jose Torres, who knocked out the UFC uh, veteran, Pedro Nobre, in the first round. George, this guy is just only now 4-0. and 
Jose Torres has a long, long, great future successful ahead of him if he is knocking people out like Pedro Nobre just like the way he did. Kudos to Jose Torres who is sporting the Titan FC flyaway title. If you haven't seen that fight, head on over to UFC Fight Pass and you can see that fight for yourselves. And not only Jose Torres, but also other talents. Because many of the talents that have appeared on Titan FC, eventually you will see them on the UFC. Now it's time for the moment that we've all been waiting for. That's the Dashing One's email. You sure you want me to read this one? Oh, I'm ready for it, man. Let me hear it. You've got mail. This one comes from Armando in Michigan. Dear George, do flavored condoms work? Just the fact that you're asking me about flavored condoms makes me want to want to ask if you have herpes. And if that's the case, no wonder why no woman wants to sleep with you. If that's the case, man, send the woman my way. My my sausage tastes just as good as the cherry on top of it. George's emails, the dashing one's email right here on the Roman Show. Info at theromanshow.com. This man has the advice for you. That's info at theromanshow.com. But you know, I, I got a text message from a woman already. And no, it's not my mom. Leave me alone. All right. Info at theromanshow.com. Email us your questions. And George the Dashing One will go ahead and give you his preferred advice. We'll catch you right here on The Roman Show next week. Theromanshow.com. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. YouTube.com forward slash rromano201. And follow us on Twitter at The Roman Show. And on Facebook, like us and follow us on Instagram, Roman Show Media. Till then, have a good uh, have a good week. <laughs>